I have this vision of my kids rising above all the noise, not being swayed by what everyone else is doing or believing or saying, and instead knowing who they are and knowing and leaning into the impact that they're called to make, whatever that might look like for them. But I also live in reality too. I also know what we're up against to be able to do that and to help them do that. I know that it's not that easy just because I have this vision of something for my children doesn't mean it's I can hyper control the whole situation, that it's definitely going to happen, that they won't struggle, that they won't face the temptations of uh, blending in with the masses or making choices based on what other people are doing. I, I get that. And, and this is so true, not even just for kids. It's hard enough as an adult with a fully developed brain to have strong enough backbone to not be influenced by our peers, what we see on social media, the fear of what other people might think of us. So today's episode is dedicated to helping us as parents and leaders both to model and to instill the necessary tools, values, perspectives to raise leaders who are influencing their environments more than being influenced by them. Now, that's not to say that there won't be times where there is ebb and flow, give and take, but the goal is to help them get to a place where they are confident in who they are, they know where they're being guided, and they have the tools and the modeling from us to make choices that are going to cause a positive ripple effect instead of being swept up in that current. So let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. Oh, and real quick, I have to tell you guys, if you haven't thought about joining Camp Luminary, first of all, we up-leveled it. It's now the very first mastermind for entrepreneurial parents and their kids. I understand what it feels like to feel guilty when you are working, like you should be with the kids, and stressed when you're with the kids because you should be working, and feeling split in two, like your identity is just cut in half. And on top of that, feeling like you're at max capacity, just stressed and spread thin and hurried, and you know that's not the life you want to live, and you know that's not what's best for your kids, but how do you get out of it? How do you raise up out of it? And then you look at your kids and you think, man, are they being influenced by their environment? Are we even connected anymore? Am I even able to influence them positively to support them to tap into who they're called to be? I see insecurities rising up. I want them to be confident and courageous. But the how, right? The how. This experience at camp is literally going to have you come in to camp one way and leave as a different person, your children as different people, and as a different family with a whole new trajectory. We are designing camp and the mastermind surrounding it. So on both ends, 
included with camp. This is the only time we're going to do this because we are a mastermind company. We have wonderful masterminds that thrive and it's our jam. So we were like, how can we make sure that camp is the most powerful thing for these families, for these children and these leaders? So we are on either side bookending it with a mastermind leading up to it and coming out of it. This is an investment in your family's future. This is an investment of your quality of life and your calling. This is an investment in your children. And guess what? The success of your business is going to directly follow the level of intention you bring into your home. And that lack of fulfillment or that stress or feeling like you have to hit that next goal and not wondering why it's not, it's just not sitting well. Like you're just, you don't feel satisfied or content or you feel like you just have to hurry into the next thing. You got to flip this thing on its head and learn what is required of you. What tools do you need to equip yourself to model leadership for your children so they can become the leaders they're called to be? Get yourself to camp. LuminaryLeadershipCo.com forward slash camp. Rooms are going super fast. We're now opening it up to the public and it will fill in a heartbeat. So if this is on your heart, if you feel called to this, be there with us. We have amazing guest speakers. You won't believe the people that you're going to be sitting at picnic tables with, a lot of people whose podcasts you listen to and seeing them speak on stages. Get yourself there. Trust me, you will be happy that you did. I say this a lot, but so much of what I teach or know or do is really caught, not taught. I say that phrase all the time because it's so accurate. I was just so blessed to be raised in a family where so many of these values and leadership skills and ways of thinking and viewing the world and standing up against the world, they were just modeled for us. It was just a way of life. So I'm I'm aware that <laughs> I've been gifted that by my family and I cannot take credit for so much of it. Yes, I've studied leadership. I've jumped into it myself, but a lot of it comes from just what was, what was true for us as a family. And when I think of this, I think of my aunt, my godmother, my mom's only sister, who was another mother to me, still is. She's the one I call when the kids have a weird rash. I'm like, hey, Auntie Soph, I need help with this (laughs) because she has eight children and did the most beautiful job raising her children to be influencers it's funny to use that word with them because none of them are on social media. So I don't mean that kind of influencers, but influencers in their environment versus being manipulated by and influenced by the environment. And that's a really tall order because they were in school. She didn't homeschool them. They were fully exposed to all the same things that all the other kids are exposed to. So what was it that really set them apart and made them people who were convicted in who they were or are to this day, uh, who are incredible contributors to society, kind, loving people, giving back, but also not being swayed by what's going on in the world. So much so that they got to a place in their lives where they never even got on social media, which to me, I know is not, you know, not the end all be all, but I see that as like, a, I don't really care what everybody else is doing. I don't want to do that. I, I see the detriments of it, or I don't want to waste my time there. And choosing not to go down that path. So witnessing her and being a lucky recipient of many of the things that she taught her own children, because I spent more than half of my time, (laughs) most of my time with her and her kids, that was kind of my home base. I wanted to share some of the takeaways 
definitely in retrospect, because I certainly didn't see it at the time. In fact, I didn't like it at the time growing up because I didn't want to be taught a lot of these things. Sometimes when you're a kid, you want to lean into what everybody else is doing because you just want to be liked. That's just the goal a lot of the times. So what were the things that I now, in hindsight, can extract and say, these are the things that are going to be the differentiators when it comes to raising kids that are the ones influencing their environment versus being influenced. And right now in my dining room, we have our Hartkey family, True North, and those are our core values defined by us. And one of those is leadership, but it's defined as having the courage to influence our environment and not be influenced by it. So the first thing I will say is family attachment more than peer attachment. And what I mean by that is my aunt and uncle set up an environment that facilitated opportunities for connection within the family, and that really was the hub. Today, a lot of kids, they're split so much between school and activities and They're always on the go that there's such little time where they're really rooted in family just by the nature of a schedule sometimes, but then put on top of it that they have access to their peers even when they're home through their devices, whether it's through video games or on their cell phones or their iPads or whatever it is, they are connecting more with their peers than their own family, which is not how it's designed to go because Their peers are just as immature in their brains as they are. So imagine it's like the blind leading the blind. Like those kids are being guided by other kids who are being guided by other kids who just haven't fully grown and developed themselves yet. And it, it can be a scary thing. So one of the things that she did so beautifully and that I got to be a part of and still am every time I'm home, I'm, you know, at her house half the time. She created an environment where We wanted to be there. We wanted to be immersed among the adults. They allowed us to be a part of the adult conversations. They challenged us knowing that we're smart, but we still had a lot of growth to be had. And they facilitated family attachment more than peer attachment. Dinners were around the table together. They were long and drawn out. Weekends were spent with family not running off to activities or just going over to a friend's house to play. That was that was where we wanted to be. So the more that you can create opportunities where you can be the influence in your child's life more than their peers, the more possibility you have to have that influence and to teach them these things and to challenge them and ask them questions and have those conversations that are going to help them develop, make the right choices and become who they're called to be and develop confidence. Because the other thing that comes from peer attachment is a lot of comparison, uh, a lot of looking at other kids' lives and thinking that that's what should, you know, that's what's being modeled for them. So that's how they should behave or act. And you you don't know what those other kids are having modeled for them. There's a reason that child suicide is on the rise. There's a reason that depression, anxiety, all these different things are on the rise. Kids are sitting there scrolling, looking at other people's quote, perfect lives when it's not even reality and they're being influenced by that. I had to take a second to just digress to let you know about something super exciting that's happening within the Luminary Leadership Podcast to celebrate the new season we are kicking off. So we are officially kicking off season four, which is crazy. Time is flying with an exciting opportunity for you as a potential lucky winner. So we love to do things like this because we are so grateful for you guys as listeners. We 
get your uh, messages and emails and you support us and we are so thankful. So from April 4th through April 15th, lovely little tax day, you can enter into a drawing to submit your most pressing business questions to me. This is one of my favorite ways to help people by answering your questions and helping you have a breakthrough. Maybe it's something, a sales strategy you're working on or an offer that you're coming up with or a problem you're having with a client or something you're facing with your team or not sure which way to pivot in your business. Whatever it is, I've been doing this for a decade and I love coaching people, but usually the only way you can have access to me for something like this is through my programs, through my masterminds. Well, you will get it for free and I will give you my breakthrough feedback and send it to you so that you can have that next level launching pad into where you're called next. So if you're ready to make some massive progress and see huge growth in your business in a quick time frame, here's your chance. So here's how you enter. All you have to do is rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. Okay, I want to remind you too, rating the show takes like a millisecond. It's just like clicking the fifth star, right? That's boom, you've rated it. And if you're willing, and if the show has impacted you in any way, review the show. So once you've done that though, you got to take a screenshot of the review and email it to support at luminaryleadershipco.com. We have no way of knowing who left the review unless you do that part. That's it. It's so easy to rate the show. Just touch the stars, hopefully the fifth one, and then leave a review and let us know what you think of the show. It will mean so much to us, and it will help us find other great people that are seeking to get this knowledge and this wisdom and to support them fully and to support you and support this movement. So go ahead and rate and review the show to be entered to get your most pressing business question answered by me. Oh, and if you've already rated and reviewed the show, can I just say thank you? We appreciate you so much and we want you to have a chance to get this giveaway too. So just share this episode on your social and tag me at Eliz Hartke and you will also be entered into this giveaway as well. Please take advantage of this. This is a thousand plus dollar value. This is something that I typically do in breakthrough calls and I charge for it, but I want to do it for you because you are our inner circle, our, our homies. You've been running alongside us in this mission, and we're so, so grateful. You can find all the details of this giveaway, including when the drawing will be in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. The second thing that I feel like was a part of those moments as a family were tough conversations about what we were witnessing. It wasn't a a shelter the kids kind of thing. That wasn't our family. It wasn't a don't let them see these other kids doing these other things. It was witness it, bring it home, and in a safe environment with people who can facilitate a conversation, have conversations about what is happening in the world, about what is happening in school, about what the kids are seeing, not trying to sweep it under the rug, not trying to hide it, not trying to pretend like it's not happening, not trying to downplay it, but to give, it gave us the credit that I feel like we deserved that we were smarter than a lot of parents might give their kids credit for at younger ages to have these tough conversations and to challenge them. And they didn't tell us, oh, did you see what so-and-so did? That's wrong. Don't do that. It wasn't that at all. It was a discussion. It was a dialogue. What did you think about that? How did it make you feel? If you were in that situation, what would you have done? Why would you have chosen that? So it wasn't just making us live by this set of rules. It was getting us to think critically and to think about consequences. Okay, so if you did that, 
what would be the end result for you? How would that make you feel? So not just being this, you know, one-dimensional thinker. So those tough conversations were happening all the time. The other thing was core values, similar to what I said in the beginning of this whole idea of caught, not taught. It was just a way of life. So yes, I have my values in our dining room up on the wall, but if that sign got taken down, I have confidence in the fact of how Michael and I are choosing to live, although we're very human and we we jack this up sometimes, that my kids wouldn't have to read it on the wall to know what their family stands for and what's right and wrong and what's good for them because we're living it, or at least we're doing our best to live it. And when we don't live it, we have the tough conversations. We call ourselves out, hey, mom could have done a better job at this. Did you see how I got really frustrated and I raised my voice? I'm really sorry for that. And, and you know, this is what I think about it. So those core values just become a way of living. And I think sometimes when we're running a business and we're running a family, we forget to model those things. And we get so caught up in the, the details of, let's say, business, just got to get to this bottom line. We've just got to get the team here. We've just got to sign this many more clients that sometimes we stop living by those values and we justify it because we have to move the business forward. But if our kids were witnessing us in business and they were our shadow each and every day, would they see us modeling the values that we say are important to live by? So those values have to become a way of life in all of life even in the tough moments. That's actually when we have to model them the most because that's going to teach our children when they encounter their tough moments, which they will, they'll remember when they saw you walk through that really hard time in business, how you still treated people really well. Or they're going to remember that time when maybe money was tight, but you still were generous. So core values as a way of life. And then uh, this is a big one. So I always admired my cousins for this because I always felt like I struggled with this a little bit more than they did. And I think it was just nature, right? And nurture, both combined. Breaking the chains of needing to be liked or validated. I still struggle with that. I I like to be liked. (laughs) I don't want to be the one that people don't like. I don't want to be the one that's called out or different. However, the older I get, the more not only okay am I with that, but usually to me, it's a sign that I'm probably going in the right direction when there's some resistance. But I remember times in school, for example, when there'd be, and now it's, it's so different now for poor kids now, I feel, you know, hopefully it's just going to help them grow in leadership even more. But if you spoke out against the grain, so let's say you had a teacher with one political view or one worldview, and a debate happened in class, I always remember my cousins being the ones who could stand courageously and share facts and be truthful and be very respectful and very kind and very um, loving to everybody, but still have the cojones to stand up and say what what's true or what they believe, even if it meant putting a target on their back because everybody else was going with the flow of the river and saying something else, or their teacher maybe didn't believe that. Now I feel like kids get crucified if they do that, if they stand out against the grain. There are some things that you're not even allowed to talk about because teachers might have one opinion or students might all have one opinion and and everybody's so quick to cancel. But breaking those chains of that need to be liked or validated and seeking internal validation, having 
a finger on the pulse of your conscience, your morality, uh, who you're called to be, what you know is right and wrong and true, and not needing those likes or comments or responses or positive feedback or f- um, being popular to to speak up and say the things that you know that are true for you. And then I think another big one, and and this is a tough one for me. Like, I, I, you know, sometimes I hesitate bringing this up, which again goes to show. I still have a little bit of that wanting to be liked, but bringing up faith. Now, I'm never going to be the person that's going to force anything on anyone, but I also cannot be the person who holds back something that I feel like has been so transformative for me. So take what works for you, leave what doesn't. But growing up, we all had such grounding in our faith. And that allowed us to always know we were being guided. So even when we were being guided through moments that were really hard, when kids were saying mean things or making fun of us because we did something differently or because we stood up for something we believed, even if it wasn't the popular choice, it was okay because we knew we were guided there. We knew what was right. We knew that we were going to be carried through it and that we were made strong enough for that moment. So helping our kids root in that takes a lot of the pressure off. You don't have to have this feeling of it's all on me. Because when we have that feeling of it's all on me, we're going to lean more towards doing whatever creates the least amount of resistance, which is going to have us being influenced by our environment. And I remember during those dinner conversations, the tough conversations, bringing our fears to the table and, and being encouraged to speak and live courageously. Just, you know, constantly being told like, what's what's the alternative? What's the alternative? You're going to just cower because you want to be popular? You're just going to go with what everybody else says and sit there biting your tongue on something that you know you should be speaking up on? You're going to just let someone treat that other person like that because you're afraid that you might get attacked if you jump in? No, you got to live courageously. And when you're rooted in those core values, you know who you are and you develop that confidence. Episode 47, if you haven't listened to it yet, is Six Secrets to Developing Confident Kids. But all of these things that I've brought up so far today were all confidence building things for us, knowing at the end of the day, one, we had our family. So even if we didn't end up being the most popular kid in school because we spoke out against an issue that we didn't believe in or we spoke up for somebody who was getting bullied or whatever it is, you you fill in the blank. We knew we still had our family. But then there are so many other things that allowed us to develop confidence, seeing that we could go through hard times and we could make it through and get stronger because of it, right? So check out episode 47 if you haven't yet, Six Secrets to Developing Confidence in Your Kids or Confident Kids because I think it will help. But so much of that, ability to influence your environment comes down to that courage and that confidence, knowing that you're being guided, living by your core values, and not needing that external validation as much as you want to validate what you know you're called to internally, who you are and who you're called to be. So a tool that will immensely change how you lead your children and how you live your life and how your family leads and lives 
is the True North tool. So if you haven't gotten your hands on it, I'm going to challenge you to go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash True North. I can't stress it enough, but it is one of the most powerful ways to start to shift how your kids are showing up in the world, how you are showing up in the world, how you're modeling this for them. So it's free. It's made for you. And it's also going to be taken down soon because it will live in something exciting that's coming out this spring. So if you haven't gotten your hands on it, luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north and go snag it and do that with your family. And the cool thing is those of you that do that, you will also be some of the first to hear what's coming in the spring that's going to help you continue to do this with your family, continue to help them become the ones who are the ones influencing their environment and not being influenced by it. Let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.